This is the audio briefing of the paper, The Impact of COVID-19 on A-Levels and what it means for higher education in 2022-23. There is a link to the written version in the podcast notes. This is the fourth of a series of audio briefings based on policy papers that are being released under the COVID-19 and Democracy Project. This paper was written by Dr. Pete Finn and Dr. Rado Chimpoes. Narrated by myself, Emily Hill, a human rights and social justice student who also worked as a research assistant for this paper. In early September 2021, 272,500 or 37.9% of all 18 year olds in the UK were due to begin a university course in the 2021-22 academic year. Across the higher education sector then, upwards of 250,000 students, many of whom will have studied A-levels, are likely to begin university courses in September. They will do so having had the last three academic years of their education disrupted. Pressures on A-level students over the last three academic years have included restrictions and lockdowns, loss of learning time and curtailments of academic support, mental health and well-being impacts, tech poverty and food poverty. In many cases, these issues predated the pandemic, but they have been exacerbated by it, including through uncertainty around exams, grade controversies, and a related inequality of grade inflation. Academic year 2019-2020. For students due to finish A-levels in summer 2020, with exams canceled and teaching halted, in April 2020, the Office of Qualifications and Examinations Regulation, known as Ofqual, held a consultation on proposed guidelines for awarding grades via the use of an algorithm that would moderate grades awarded by teachers, known as Teacher Assessed Grades, or TAGS. This algorithm was designed to quell teacher bias and grade inflation resulting from these tags, with historic school level data used to help determine individual grades. Put simply, tags were put through a process of standardization. However, this system caused controversy when A-level results were released on the 13th of August, 2020. This controversy arose as the algorithm grade awarding model appeared to disadvantage students studying in more deprived areas, resulting in high achieving students from historically low achieving institutions being downgraded and lower achieving students from high achieving institutions having grades inflated. Under considerable public pressure on August 17th, the then Education Secretary, Gavin Williams, announced a U-turn and pupils were awarded whichever was the higher, the teacher assessed grade or the moderated grade. However, issues with the algorithm grade awarding model were predicted and Williams was warned about potential negative impacts on individual grades, including by Sir John Coles, previously Director General for Standards for the Board of the Department for Education, and the House of Commons Education Committee. In the academic year 2020 to 2021, rather than a hoped for return to normal, 
the 2020-21 academic year saw continued uncertainty. Though face-to-face -face teaching returned in September, students had to wear masks in class and there was broader uncertainty arising from a lockdown in November 2020, though schools and colleges did stay open. The last minute closure of schools and colleges for face-to-face -face teaching for many students on January the 4th, 2021. After the issues with moderated algorithm grades in 2020 and the cancellation of exams, it was announced on February 25th that following a consultation between the DfE and Ofqual, final A-level grades for 2020-21 would be awarded via the teacher assessed grades. According to Williams, schools, colleges and other educational settings will conduct multiple checks, such as checking consistency of judgments across teachers and that the correct processes were followed to ensure as much fairness as possible. Summarising what this meant logistically, the TES reported that school leaders coped with a number of weighty decisions that would usually be dealt with by exam boards. Much discussed in spring and summer 2021 was grade inflation, with attainment gaps also a concern. Ian Bauchman of Ofqual, for instance, noted concern that the approach adopted could feed into grade inflation, and TES reported just prior to the release of A-level results that it had been told by sources close to the government that there are concerns about a widening gap in teacher assessed grades in state and private school grades at A-level. Results from the 2020-21 academic year continued a trend of grade inflation, with 44.8% of students getting an A-star or A-grades in 2021, compared with 38.5% in 2020. This compares with 25.2% in 2019 and 26.2% in 2018. Yet the trend of grade inflation played out in a more nuanced manner than grades rising evenly across the board, with private schools showing the biggest jumps in grades and the largest jump in state schools being likewise weighted towards grammar and selective schools. Reporting by the Sunday Times demonstrated, for instance, that whereas in 2019, 16.1% of A-levels were graded at A-star at private schools, in 2021, this was 39.5%. Interestingly, there was a 21.3% difference between the biggest jump in private schools and the biggest two-year increase between 2019 and 21 in state schools. The largest state school increase was at Tiffin School in Kingston-upon-Thames, which saw a 35.1% increase in the awarding of A-star grades from 32% in 2019 to 67.1% in 2021. Similarly, the King David High School in Manchester saw a 32.5% jump in the awarding of A-stars from 18.2% in 2019 to 50.6% in 2021. <clears throat> These increases compared with 11.3% jump overall in the increase of the awarding of A-star grades, 
from 7.8% in 2019 to 19.1% in 2021. As such, though the awarding of the highest grades rose overall, this rise was heavily skewed in favour of private, grammar and selective schools. Essentially, a short-term inequality of grade inflation occurring during the pandemic has tracked longer-term societal stratification and inequality. 2021-22. At present, the end of 2021-22 academic year is approaching and the bulk of students finishing A-levels this year have had their whole time studying A-levels and the final year of their GCSEs impacted by COVID-19. As with A-levels in 2020, GCSE exams were cancelled following school closures in March, whilst teaching was disrupted again in the 2020-21 academic year when schools were closed from January to March. On top of this, there have been, among other pandemic-related protocols, often on mask-wearing policies and testing requirements. Exams are occurring at present, though with all the uncertainty whether exams would be able to take place this year, contingency plans were announced in February 2022. Ofqual announced a range of support measures for GCSE and A-level students in England. These measures oscillated around five themes, changes to coursework, optional content, support materials, advanced information, and generous grading. These measures reflect similar support on offer in Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. UK higher education in 2022-23, academic support. The bulk of students finishing their A-levels in 2022 have had their education disrupted since the latter stages of the GCSEs. Though they are sitting exams this summer, their GCSE exams were cancelled in 2020, whilst many have missed months of face-to-face -face teaching due to school closures in 2020 and 2021. Moreover, significant staff and student absences have continued to disrupt learning into spring 2022, with the grading applied this year more generous than pre-pandemic levels. As such, students entering higher education environments in the 2022-23 academic year are coming straight from their A-levels, having had significant impacts on the logistics of their teaching and assessment across the previous three academic years. Moreover, official figures show that the support arising from extra pandemic related provision has been provided unevenly. Some students have had greater access to resources to lessen the impact of lockdown and other pandemic related restrictions and procedures than others. Institutions, teams and individuals involved in the provision of university services and teaching should be mindful of the need to provide more in-depth support than normal for first year and foundation students in the upcoming academic year as well as maintaining an awareness of the differences in provision and support that students may have received since March, 2020. Mental health. Mental health impacts have been considerable across all groups during the pandemic. As documented by the charity Mind, young people reflect this broader picture with a desire for information related to mental health present. 
providing adequate support for the sizable chunk of young people who will enter at higher education institutions in 2022 is going to be resource intensive for these institutions. With many students also dealing with the pressures of living away from home for the first time. Those involved in pastoral care and mental health support services within higher education should reflect on how they can best support students. Whilst other higher education staff should maintain an awareness of relevant institutional support services that they can direct students struggling with their mental well-being to. Inequality. Fostering equality, diversity and inclusion is a stated goal of universities across the UK. As mentioned, there has been an inequality of A-level grade inflation during the pandemic, seen particularly in the 2020-21 academic year. It is too early to know if this will continue this summer. Yet, given that inequality and its impact on educational attainment is a long-term national trend rather than a pandemic-related operation, even if some ground is clawed back from previous years in 2021-22, it is all but inconceivable that there will be a level playing field for those taking A-levels this summer. Those working at all levels within the higher education sector should be aware of the exacerbation of inequality during the pandemic and the need to work towards policies aimed at fostering equality, diversity and inclusion. In particular, those with the ability to resource support to this end should think about how such resources can be best targeted. There is no one size fits all model with each institution having a slightly different intake. However, if institutions do not reflect on how best to help mitigate the impacts of inequality exacerbated by the COVID-19 pandemic, attainment gaps may widen further. Conclusions. The success of the measures put in place for A-level students this year remains to be seen. However, speaking to the broader education picture as it has evolved since March 2020, David Laws, Executive Chairman for the Education Policy Institute, noted that what we see is that the North and the Midlands are doing worse than the South and disadvantaged pupils are doing worse than non-disadvantaged pupils. But very notably, all pupils in more disadvantaged areas have a high likelihood of suffering severe learning loss. It is not only poor children, it is also non-poor children in disadvantaged areas. Likewise, the House of Commons Education Committee highlighted in March 2022 that it is clear that school closures have had a disastrous impact on children's academic progress, with disadvantaged children and those living in disadvantaged areas the worst hit. Finally, official figures show that between 2017 and July 2020, there was a rise in the number of children having a probable mental health disorder from one in nine to one in six. It is the stated aim of current Education Secretary Nadine Sahawi and Ofqual to return to normal in terms of examinations and marking during the forthcoming 2022-23 academic year. However, Students due to finish A-levels next year had their GCSE exams cancelled 
and have now suffered more than two years of disruption spread across the last three academic years. Moreover, when one factors in the issues raised by laws and the House of Commons Education Committee, the impact of a rise in poor mental health of children and long-standing inequalities, it is likely that whilst 2022-23 may, logistically at least, look more like pre-pandemic years, the current balance of evidence suggests that educators and policymakers will be dealing with issues related to inequality in A-levels and other further education qualifications moving forward.